This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, having fun sports conversations as well. Is nonsense. Marmalade. And it is time now to talk with our good friend, Isaiah Stanbeck from DallasCowboys.com. Isaiah, how you doing today, man? Man, all is great, man. How about you guys? We're doing very well today. I got Reggie by my side. Really excited to have him along with me for this ride. Now, you are on a ride of your own heading down to the Alamo Bowl, and Joey just told us that you just stopped at a very beloved Texas establishment. Oh, man, you know you can't pass up Bucky's, man. I don't care if you got a full tank of gas and a bunch of food in your stomach. You still got to make a stop at Bucky's. So that's that's where the fam and I are making a little piss stop before we go down here and smack up on some Longhorns. Oh, okay, okay. I, I love the energy. First of all, let me start with what at Bucky's is like the primary focus for Isaiah Stenbeck. When you hit the Bucky's, where are you beelining to first? Man, I'm going straight to the pecans. The glazed pecans is where I go first, man. I grab me a little little drink, and then I'm I'm good to go. Actually, I get a little cinnamon roll, too, depending on what my weight's looking like. But I get some pecans, I get some cinnamon roll, and I get a little chocolate milk, and I'm on the way. I respect that. You got to get something a little sweet. I respect that. Now, with your yes, Washington sir. Huskies, I mean, this is a team that offensively is, like, really good in the defense we don't have to talk about. what What's the prospects for yeah. you uh, in this Alamo Bowl? Man, I'm looking forward to them just taking care of business. You know, I think I kind of hold a grudge against the you know, against Texas Longhorns. I got some of my friends down there coaching. Joey Thomas, obviously, I I got my my uh, my guy Tashar Choice is coaching, but that's Sarkeesian. You know, he he made a pit stop at you know University of Washington. I didn't really appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't appreciate the the state that he that he put our university in over those over those recent years. So I'm hoping that they go ahead and, and, and smack him upside the back of the head a little bit in the game, and then take care of business, shake his hand, and go on about their business. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that a lot. Now, we're looking at this Cowboys-Titans game a little bit, man, Isaiah, and I'm, I guess everybody's concerned about the pass rush. Is that a legitimate we should be concerned, or is there more to it that we don't know about with this thing? I don't think it's a concern. I just think that this is the time of the year where teams start to figure out what's going on. I mean, you got to understand, we're playing 17 games now. So you start getting to game 15, 16, 17 – all of a sudden, you know, you've had a whole year of doing something, whether it have been stunts or whether it have been, you know, you know, Michael Parsons playing on one side of the defense, one particular defensive end. You have a lot of tendencies. So your tendencies start to show up. You know, what you, what you like to do shows up on film. And then guess what? These guys get paid a lot of money, these coordinators, to figure out ways to stop what you do best. So early on it's going to be easier to be more successful, and later on there's going to be adjustments that are made. So now what are you starting to see? You're starting to see teams try to establish a running game. You're starting to see teams – use play action. You're starting to see teams do a lot of misdirection. The Eagles did that against the, uh, against the uh, Cowboys earlier in the season, and everybody took note of that. And then you have Lovey Smith come in, obviously with the Texans, and he started figuring out how to do screen game and get the ball out of his hands quick, and all of a sudden that negated the pass rush. So you take a combination of those things and you show that weakness on film, of course teams are going to figure out how to take away your number one threat, and that is your pass rush. So then it is on Dan Quinn at this point to find out how to – 
add some new elements as you get towards the playoffs and add some different wrinkles to his defense? Very much so. I mean, the thing that sucks is, you know, Jonathan Hankins and Vander Esch, their absences is missed extremely, extremely bad. Um, and Dallas was doing a good job. Jonathan Hankins had his feet underneath him after those couple 200-yard games that they had. They had one prior to him coming in, and then they went ahead and they signed him, and they had another 200-yard game. But after that, they really negated the ability for any other team to run the ball against them. But since him being out, now teams are now running the ball again. And I don't think that he gets enough credit, nor does Vander Esch, in terms of their rush defense um, and what they present um, for that for that complete defense of Dan Quinn. So now with that that vacant hole, now you're going to have to have some guys show up and make some plays. And I'm not sure that Dallas has the personnel to have that same effectiveness as uh, Jonathan Hankins. You don't really have a guy that can two-gap. So what you tend to have now is like guys like Osa Digizua, you got Neville Gallimore, you got some of these bigger guys for Dallas that are usually quickness guys. And they have size, but they utilize their quickness more so than their strength to create that pressure. And if they're not effective in utilizing their quickness, now all of a sudden you're choosing a side of an offensive alignment, and if you choose wrong, now you're opening up gaping holes. And as long as teams are able to stay ahead of the sticks and convert on third downs and extend drives and get these first downs, um, like we've seen over the past few, you know, few weeks, 17 first downs, 26 first downs, that's when teams are going to be able to do whatever they want in their playbook. And prior to that, Dallas was really forcing teams to be third and long, and now all of a sudden they have to draw back, and now you can let your guys go. Now, Isaiah, you talk about making plays and you know coming on. We've seen CeeDee Lamb kind of become yeah. more of a wide receiver one. We've seen that development this year in particular. Mm-hmm. From your expert opinion, what have you noticed that has been you know, the difference in the way that he's played of late? Man, I'm super proud of CeeDee Lamb. I've, I don't think anybody's been more critical of him, especially early on in the season, than myself. Um, I didn't think that he was ready for the, for the wide receiver one role early on, and I think he was proving me right in that regard. But since then, I've seen him become selfless. You know, one of my biggest issues with CD was his maturity um, and his emotional intelligence. That was, those are my two big concerns in preseason and camp and in the first part of the season. But since then, I've seen him go out there and block for TP, block for Zeke, go out and make these big plays, you know, to take, take the small plays, you know, the, the, the chain movers, the boring plays, the, the quick slants, um, and just work the way down the field. And now, because he's been selfless, now because he's been so consistent with catching the small ball, the one that he used to drop all the time over recent years, now all of a sudden you start to see him open up and make those bigger plays. You start to see the offense open up because now teams have to respect the other guys on the field and they don't, they can't just key in on him. So, Kudos to him for acknowledging some of the areas that he needed to address. I think he did that, um, and now he's a much better player for it, and he, you're just going to continue to see him uh, rise as, as the years go on. It, how much more can T.Y. Hilton add to this thing then? Like as, as, C, as CD's like grown into this role, the responsibilities and the you know making sure you're paying attention to him, how much more can T.Y. do now? T.Y. Hilton is a heck of an addition by this this front office. And for for the reasons I explained on the post game show the other day, yep. CD Lamb, I'm not CD, not CD Lamb, but T.Y. Hilton is one of the greatest big play receivers that this game has seen in a very long time. And I think when you think about big play receivers, who's the number one guy that you think about in the whole league? You think about freaking um uh uh why am I blanking out of his name right now out of Miami. Uh, uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek. Oh, yeah, Tyreek. You think about Tyreek Hill, right? So Tyreek Hill, over his career, has averaged, I think, 14 yards per reception. 
Well, T.Y. Hilton last year, and even you want to go back into his whole career, has averaged 15 yards <laughs> per oh, reception. Wow. So you talk about the big playability. This guy has been that. And he's continuing he's continue to show you that he's capable of that regardless of what his age shows. So many times people start trying to put labels on receivers and running backs in terms of their age and what they can and can't do. Well, you see third and 30, this dude runs by a corner who's in cover four. He runs by a safety who's in corner, cover four and, and torches these guys when that gives them the opportunity. So his ability to stretch this, to stretch this defense, uh, any defense that they that they face is going to just simply open up more opportunities for CD. That's why you see him go off last week. You're going to start seeing Dalton Schultz, a resurgence of him, because now what? Safeties have to back up. You can't sit back and 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 stay on your toes and come downhill because you got a little dude on the outside that's going to run right by you if you want to get nosy. So he's going to open it up for so many other guys to start making plays. And I'm really looking forward to this offense really having a resurgence in the passing game, but hopefully not too much. I don't want Kellen Moore throwing the ball more than 30, 35 times a game, but I like the fact that T.Y. is going to be able to stress defenses now. I, we saw a story uh, moments ago from SI.com that said T.O. at the age of 49 is ready to come back and wants to with the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Do they need T.O. right now? Remembering that he supposedly no. runs a 4-5 now. <laughs> You know what? I have no doubt. That's my dude. I love me some A1. And I've obviously played with them. But, yeah, no, T.O., they're not going to be calling you, big dog. I love the fact that you're staying in shape and that you're, that you're a physical specimen that everybody knows of. But they're not going to be ringing your phone. All right, so here's my – I like Deron Bland a lot. I've liked him since we saw him yeah. at camp. I was like, oh, he's making plays. He's doing some things. Even in the preseason games, you were pretty impressed with him. Here's my question, and it's a three. It's there's three options here. Deron Bland is a good cornerback. Deron Bland is not a good cornerback, but he has interceptions. Deron Bland is still a work in progress. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the first and the last. I'm okay. gonna say he's still a work in progress, but I think he's a really good cornerback. Uh, I think that he's had his hello rookie moments. I think that he's also a very intuitive corner and aggressive and feisty. And that's a guy that obviously they brought in to challenge Jay Lou. They brought him in to challenge Anthony Brown. And obviously with both of those guys having gone down, you know, the opportunity now presents itself for him to go out there and make plays and make a name for himself. But to your point, he's been the same dude since camp. <laughs> I mean, he, yes. he, he, he hasn't changed. I mean, you, you saw flashes early on and you kind of shrugged it off as, okay, the young Ricky can make some plays here and there. No, this young rookie's making plays consistently. I can only think of one game that he that he got torched a little bit, but other than that, this dude has been Johnny on the spot. And this is this is something that this defense needs because everybody obviously keys in on Trayvon and they want to go away from him. Well, now you go away from him if you want to. You got to deal with a little twenty six sitting in your hip pocket. Now, I I've been looking at Kellen Moore. I heard the comment that you made about you know trying to make sure that he keeps it balanced and. Obviously, you can see the production that this offense has, but I think a lot of people, and myself included, have found ourselves trying to fight the skepticism that keeps popping up. Can you help us better appreciate what Kellen Moore has done with this offense this year? Yeah, Kellen Moore's done a heck of a job. I mean, hey, you talk about you know young guys really developing and improving. I think Kellen Moore is in that same category. People forget the fact that this dude's only in his first handful of years in terms of offensive coordinators. They stick around, you know, forever in this league. So he's very, very infinite, in, in, you know, in his infant stages of his development there. But this dude, in terms of what he's done, he's learned to trust the running game. That's been Kellen Moore's biggest crutch from my perspective. I've always felt like he's wanted to throw the ball too much. He's one that goes back to his Boise State Foundation, you know, aired his thing out 40-plus times. The reality is that's not the quarterback that you have. 
He's not that guy. I don't care what you want to pay him. Dak is an amazing quarterback when you keep him under 35 passes and you have a running game that's getting over 100 yards. That is the quarterback that you have. So understanding what you have at QB1 and understanding the resources that you have around him, utilize it. Utilize it. You know, I think the last few games he found himself getting in trouble a little bit because he started throwing it around more than you really had to. You know, those intercessions that Dak had, Dak wasn't having bad games. What, he went 23 for 30 um, a week or two ago, and but, it, but two of those seven intercompletions were completions for the other team. You know, why, why even throw it in the air when you have, when you have 140-plus yards on the ground? Like, keep giving it to your guys, and I think he keeps running into those things and he's growing from those, and then you see him improve every single game. But the more he relies on a running game, the more dangerous this offense is and the more dangerous his play calling is going to be because we haven't even seen uh, – we saw a little bit of what T.Y. Hilton could do. That was his first appearance. But the one guy that everybody's forgetting about that can actually play receiver too is Kevontae Turpin. I, I believe that they have a package in store for him when the playoffs show up. So you're going to see a whole new bag that Kellen Moore is going to dive into come that part. I season. cannot wait for mm. that opportunity to finally see that thing open up, man. Hey, Isaiah, we really appreciate your time. Get back on the road and have a safe trip down there, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate you guys. There he goes, Isaiah Stanbeck from DallasCowboys.com, former receiver for the Cowboys. Actually, he was a Swiss Army knife for the Cowboys, if you remember correctly. There's some breaking news right now. Uh, I believe this is breaking news on 105.3 The Fan. It's presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. The Raiders have benched Derek Carr Mm. and are turning to Jarrett Stidham, as predicted, as their new quarterback. Nobody ever predicted that. I was like, okay. That is per Adam Schefter. And I did see some things this morning, and maybe it was pro football focus, that said, hey, if... They were like, if Derek Carr gets benched, that's more like that's closer to him getting being cut from the team. Right. It's him going away from the Raiders. Y'all know I'm not a huge Derek Carr person. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the Raiders were fools to hire the coach they got. They hired anyway um, because I'm not a big Josh McDaniels. I was like, which one? Because they've hired a few over the last few seasons. But I did suspect that the pairing of Devontae Adams and Derek Carr would be good for that. But, man, they had so many other problems they had to fix. Derek Carr getting benched now for the Raiders, as that looks like, I mean, that that's probably it for him as a Raider. Yeah, that, and that was always, it was weirdly enough a tenuous relationship over the last maybe three or four seasons that didn't seem like they wanted to really commit to him long term, but they still felt like he was their best option. And so you had this weird back and forth of will they, won't they, and Derek Carr seemed to very much be like, look, man, make a decision. And it seems like you've gotten to a point where they've decided they are going to try and do this without Derek Carr. Now, I believe he has a, what is it, league lead in interceptions, in 14 interceptions? Um, wow. Are you serious? Yeah, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions this Dang. season for Derek Carr. So it just, Carr's always been a weird player for me personally because he's a dude who has the arm talent to like throw the ball deep. But for the longest time, one of his issues was just a willingness to. He didn't seem to want to. And when he did, when he did decide to throw the ball down the field, it'd be really good. And so I now we're in this place where this is an interesting prospect for a team that's looking for, you know, like a a high-level stopgap quarterback or maybe even just a quarterback that you can turn to as a veteran to take over. Indianapolis. He's perfect for Indianapolis. Could you know, be. What is he would he be perfect for the Jets? Or is it the Mike Whitathon there? I think the Jets are a really interesting prospect because they've had to draft in the t- like a quarterback in the top five picks. I think two of the last four seasons, or is it five seasons? 
Like, they've taken, they've used that high capital quite a bit. So to give yourself a little bit of relief and get a quarterback who kind of knows what they're doing to go around the team that you've built, Derek Carr might not be a bad option. There you go, man. So we'll uh, we'll hop back into that just a little bit, but we have power ranking the power rankings coming up next on the KNC Masterpiece on 105 Through the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It is time to power rank the power rankings here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula, thank you for being here with me today. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're going to be with us tomorrow? I will be on the board while you guys are in Mansfield. We are going to be in Mansfield at the Texas Roadshow Sports Cards and Memorabilia Shop. Come hang so, out no, with us. I will us. not be with you. Uh, we'll be, I'll be, you know what, you'll be hanging out with us through mm-hmm. our ears. Nope, still you, won't do you that. You saying during breaks I can't talk to you? Like, nope, do not talk to me. Why? I used up all my talking today. Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. You'll be back on Friday, though. Ah, so you'll true. have a lot of talking to do then. Dang. It is time to power rank the power rankings. Would you like to start with team rankings or quarterback rankings? Ooh, Joey, what do you think? Team or quarterback rankings? Uh, let's go team. Why not? Let's see where right. our boys are. All right. Team power rankings, which I do not have up yet, according to sure. ESPN.com. Joey, we'll start with you. Who's oh! number one? Who is number one? Mm, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. You have power ranked incorrectly. What? Reggie, would you like to steal Ooh. number one in the power rankings of the are, NFL? Are they still leaving the Philadelphia Eagles up there? You Are you asking the question? I am making a statement that they are still leaving the Philadelphia Eagles you up there. You have power ranked incorrectly oh. as well. 
There's nobody left to, to power rank here, so we'll go back to Carter, Joey. Make a signal. Can you <laughs> can you sign from back there what you believe? Okay, back to Joey. Back to Joey. Okay. Who is in the number one team according to ESPN in the power rankings? Mm, it's not the Bills or Philly. I'm going to go with Kansas City. You power rank correctly. Woo! Yes. You are even now. One for one for two. <laughs> Only took us three tries. Batting 500 now. <laughs> That's, oh, he is. Okay, gotcha. Their defining moment this year, according to ESPN, was trading Tyreek Hill, by the way. so Yeah, that, that was fascinating. Like I think that really shows that this is an organization that's built incredibly well, is that they, they looked up and they said, we can get some great value back from him, and we understand that we're capable of maybe not being the exact, not being the exact same team, but also still being a team that is capable of doing really good stuff. Number two, you have said, it is your turn, you have said this team already. All right. I am going to say that they remain the Philadelphia Eagles at two. You have power rank correctly. Good answer. Good answer. The Eagles dropped from number one to number two. Because they lost because to the they Dallas lost Cowboys. Because they lost to the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. Exactly. We had to say it all Never out. forget it. Cowboys won. Joey, back to you for number three. You've also said this team already. Okay, good. Because I was in my own head about the other teams. So the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, according to ESPN, are the number three team in the NFL. Number four. This is interesting. This Ooh. is very interesting, and I agree with them. Is this the San Francisco 49ers? The San Francisco 49ers are now number four. Obviously, like the Brock Purdy, it's Brock Purdy raised them to the level. Brian Purdy's son. Four. That's, yes. uh, that's, I'm not, we, still not sure that's true. We've actually talked to Brian Purdy <laughs> about this. He has a theory. Uh, so I, we'll just leave it at that. Um, what? Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Was he just was was he? Did he go on a break year or a leap year in college and then just kind of go around? Did he do the coming to America and go sow his wild oats? I don't know. I don't know that that happened. Okay. There's a story, and I don't know if he wants me to share it on air. So I'm just oh! gonna leave it there. It was funny though. He's, I mean, he won't hear us. He's great. He's a great storyteller. Um, I think I still think it's the Christian McCaffrey led San Francisco 49ers right now. Debo's been out, and they said we're gonna go to you. Kittle's been insane, Kittle's too. been really good. <laughs> it's very good and I football. stand by my statement about the tight end uh, catch and pass. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm going to give Brock Purdy lead yet. Okay. He is he is the quarterback at the moment. But let's see if he continues to lead them forever. Uh, number five. Why oh. would that have been interesting, Joey? Had to guess. Well. That, that San Francisco was four and this team is five. I want to put our boys there, but. I'm going to go with the Red Hot Cincinnati Bengals. You should have gone with your first. Thought. The Dallas Cowboys. All right, corrected. number five. Yes. Going four and one without Dak Prescott was exceptional. Yet here they are in week 16, rising up the charts to number five. It's because Dak looks like Dak again. Like that's like that is the real simple way to explain it is that there are times when you're going to go, dang, Dak, that was that wasn't great. But the way he recovered after that goes 24 for 24 against zone coverage has a great game against the Eagles to, you know, finish that off. And now here you got the rest of the season to kind of maneuver in some way in playoffs. That's where he's really going to get the opportunity to say, okay, here I am again. And, and this is where people will hang his, his legacy in the balance of what he, what he does in the playoffs. I think, I just think the Cowboys need to play good complimentary football. That's analysis right there. Complimentary. That's a great Complimentary football. I don't think people really understand the word yet, though. Yeah, it's when when you say really nice things. No. I I really do think that people don't understand how the offense complements the defense. 
and how they work with each other in tandem to help each other out. It's like Isaiah was just talking about it. Like, stick with your run. If you're getting, if you're eating on the run, do it. You know, just take advantage of that. Number six, Reggie. I have to guess again. I keep forgetting the concept that we're doing here. Well, I'll give it to you this way. No, don't do that. It could be this or that. Um, Uh, Joey has already said the name. What? Joey didn't say a name. He did. The name of this team at number six. How did I didn't hear? Joey he said that they would. You never listened to me, Reg. Yeah, that's true. Wow. I apologize. <laughs> wow. Relationship building right I now on air. Listen so much more. I like this. Um, dang. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> I feel ashamed because I remember that he said something. I just oh. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, I thought you were gonna chase that around <laughs> yeah. for a long time before you got to it. <laughs> but you know what? I'm, I'm very glad that you teed it up for me, though. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I like that. Higgins. Um, <laughs> number seven is interesting because I feel like they should be higher, but because of their record. But nobody wants to admit oh, they're I know a good the, team. Joey, okay, I got you here. Yeah. It is the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. <laughs> they Look, they just constantly win one-score games and have a – Terrible point differential and escape artists. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how they do it. They don't I'm either. Just getting away with it. It's they're fun to watch. I will say that I've enjoyed watching Vikings games lately. I mean, especially when they played the Cowboys. The Cowboys steamrolled them. Uh, no, it's just that I watch a lot of football and enjoy it. And mm. there's some games I'm like, this is garbage. I don't want it. That's fair. And then the Vikings. I'm you know I I'll add this. Justin Jefferson being on my fantasy team does help that I'm out sure a lot. It, does. It, it, it makes you go, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of liking today. If he's dude's averaging like 30 points a game in fantasy, it's awesome. Are you in the championship? We have one more week. Oh yeah, my my league's so stupid. Why? But it's the one with my friends that we've been doing for almost 15 years now. What makes it stupid? Because we play in week 17. Oh yeah, that is. You don't. You shouldn't dumb. be doing your championship in a week where or everybody's week quitting. Now? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's dumb. Week 18. Number eight. Oh. I don't think y'all can get this one. Joey. Um, Los Angeles Chargers. You have power ranked incorrectly. Would mm. you like to steal? I was going to guess a team that plays in the National Football League that is called the Miami Dolphins. You also have guessed incorrectly. Damn it. The Dolphins are at number 11. Number eight is the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. Wow. Yeah, Baltimore is one of those teams that's weird because I wrote them off as not a good football team. Are and, they? like, I'm still not sure that they're a good they're, they're a good football team. I don't team. think so either. They but they're 10-5. and five. Like, <laughs> yeah. they just found 10 wins somehow. I like, don't know. Lamar Jackson dragging them, and then uh, Hundley came in and was like, yeah, we can kind of figure this out too. Like, I just don't know it. Can I don't you understand. imagine if Harbaugh had talent, you know? Like, if he had the the the, the complete arsenal of talent? that it takes to be a great football team, what they would do? You know what I need Harbaugh to do? Hmm. Have the audacity as a head coach to fire Greg Roman. That's what I need you to do. You you are not He's a Greg not Roman fan. not a good fan. offense coordinator. Number so nine much. is the Chargers, Joey. Mm-hmm. And then number 10, the New York Giants. Giants? The Giants at number 10. Jacksonville, by the way, has moved their way up to number 12, as well as the Lions at 13. Both teams at 7 and 8. Keep an eye out for what they are doing. All right, quarterbacks. Now let's go to the top 10 quarterback. We can do the top five and the bottom five if you like. I like it. Joey, what are we thinking for the best quarterback uh, in the league right now? I think it's it's got to be Pat Mahomes. The most underrated player in the NFL? Correct. Okay, Patrick Mahomes. You have power ranked correctly. Woo-hoo! Number two. Good job, Joey. Would y'all like to team up on this one too? Uh, we're playing as a team the whole way. Okay. Number two. 
teamwork make the dream work. All Are right. you thinking AFC team? Uh, I don't know exactly where I was. Like, Patrick Mahomes was the one that I knew for certain. But, I mean, you're I'll thinking Joe it, Burrow? Is I'll that where we're going? I'll put it to you this way. The top five quarterbacks are all in the AFC. Oh. Because that's how this works. Okay. Uh, do we feel good about the way that Joe Burrow has played to the point where we want to put him up here? Sure. All right. right, let's. We're going to guess Joe, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is number two. He's been at number two for a while. And they're they're not moving him down for anything. Number three? Another AFC quarterback. <laughs> Another AFC Correct. quarterback. This one shouldn't be too difficult. I'm thinking Josh Allen. Oh, How yeah. About you? Yeah, I think Josh Allen's a great okay. answer. My goodness. Josh, Josh Allen, Allen it is. Yeah. Look at I you was, guys. I, look, I was like, I mean. Number four. This guy just, I think, just surged his way into there. See, that's a, that's that a reference was to electricity, been, which points to the Chargers. Maybe Herbert. Which points to Justin Herbert. <laughs> yes! Wow. That way, honestly, that wasn't intentional. I just think that they, because they surged their way in the playoffs, I, it wasn't intentional. Good job, guys. He's lying. This guy has changed his spots. Oh, I'm so sad Number that Mike's five. not here. Yeah, this is a great moment for Mike. Because Trevor Lawrence, uh, oh my he, God. he would have lost his mind. Trevor Lawrence Laying has made law, his baby. way into the top five. T-Law is finally there. That's really interesting. Because I'm, yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. The AFC... It's, it's either been boom or bust for quarterbacks. Like, there's not really much in the middle. Well, I mean, you got Ryan Tannehill there. You got Derek Carr there, although that's he's a, had a whole bunch of interceptions. That is a top-heavy group in the AFC, though. Like, there are some really good quarterbacks over there. And I guess when you have that many good quarterbacks, the rest are going to look uh, pretty mediocre in comparison. Pretty middling, yeah. if you will. Middling, get it? Number six. We are now turning to the NFC. After... The Cowboys' extremely good performance. Garden Minshew. No, Garden. <laughs> I like the fact that you called him Garden. I like that. He's number 13. Because he's flourishing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's growing. <laughs> like, yeah. This actually, I'm surprised that this guy's at number six with the short career that he's had. Short career. I don't know how the they were able to do this. But they somehow mined this guy out of nowhere. I'm not kidding these at oh, all. Oh, I, I was just, just hoping that you would over. give us more of a, are, are you putting Brock Purdy here? They put CBS what? Sports has Brock Purdy as the okay. number six CBS quarterback Sports in the NFL nonsense. going into week 17. Brock Purdy is better than Dak Prescott. I see. No, I, see I, I don't. Where do you I think where do you think Dak is on this list then? Uh, do you think Dak should be next? I think Dak is next. Number seven, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, get out of oh. here. Stop this, please. Aaron That's, Rodgers hasn't been particularly good this season. He has not. And I, I understand that what the natural response is going to be on the truckwreck.com text line about Dak Prescott. I, is, we're just, the interceptions is really. Is Dak in the top 10? Dak is in the top 10. Okay. Okay, Dak is next. Number eight. Kirk Cousins. All right, all right, but, jeez, oh, that's disrespectful. Dak got to go see somebody at CBS. Uh, all right, so Dak is next. Number 10. Justin Fields. Okay, so he's not. Dak Prescott falls in at number nine this season. We did it. Good job, team. And where do you think that Derek Carr, who was just benched, was before he was benched? 13. You want to say 13 as well? I'm going to say 12. 16 is where they had him. That's very interesting. Lots of people now are saying, hey, what about uh, Tom Brady makes his move to – to the Oakland Raiders, it was a possibility that he would I mean, go he's there from at the some Bay Area. point. He likes the Bay Area. I mean, Las Vegas isn't the Bay, but it's close enough. I get what you're saying oh, there. Oh, dang, I forgot. Yeah, that's a different area now. But this is very interesting that 
Derek Carr is done or benched. And somebody did point out his contract is tied for the next couple of years to injury. Yeah. So if he was to get injured, he'd be screwed over. So maybe that's just a move there. But they are looking forward. I mean, what it's not like they're playing for actual wins and losses right now. Yeah, it's a it moving on. Matter. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation and see what the craziest thing they've ever seen at a Waffle House is. Next on The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, it's time to chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Broadus, Woolchuck, Chiafalo, how are you doing today, fellas? Doing all right. Um, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Doing okay. Been you know, busy moving, huh? It's okay to just be okay. Been busy. You know, That's true. A little bit exhausted. I also spilled coffee on myself today. Oh. Two, two sons, one truck? Yeah. Is that what you were doing? Um, <laughs> I don't like the implication. The, the whole thing was just a That's a moving show. company, isn't it? That's what he was doing. <laughs> I've seen that, com- that just company. Just the sons. Just the sons. Oh, they man. didn't even bring the truck. And then we had an issue where one guy went down. He was allergic to the cats. So it was just literally a mover by himself. I heard it was like trucks. across the street. That's what she followed yeah. saying yeah. yesterday. So why did you need a truck? Well, there's my parents have a lot of stuff, man. They were moving an entire house. Carried they're, across they're the street. Forty five years old and they got a lot of bleep going on. Yeah, you should see the amount of clothing my mother has. Well, and then my dad had to do the, you know, whole fight about uh, don't tell me you don't have any clothes ever again. Brain. You should see this. You know, blah blah blah. But so things went swimmingly. Now I want to know You what, spilled stuff on you again, huh? You see this? You see the stain? Yeah, oh, I do huh? see it. Yeah. What is the best stain to get? Because I think it might be the coffee. Like there's you no should good, know, could you lead the league in the stains? I do. I've done pretty well, Brian, since I, Oxnard. I, two meals, I sat next to him in Oxnard. Both times, I could tell you what he had for dinner on his shirt. <laughs> he was wearing it. I'm like, oh, hey, oh, that, uh, yeah, the lamb chop was pretty good today, huh? Wait, yeah. so if you know that about yourself, why not just go full bib? You know what I mean? Like, look. Valid. I should go bib. Do they make adult size? Dude, that would be a great They make everything present. adult size. That's true. He wears, the, he wears the diapers already, yeah. <laughs> already wear the diapers. But the, the, at least with the coffee is I'm getting little wafts of coffee smell. Oh, yeah. And that's a great smell. You're not getting that with, like, baby poop. No. It's a bad stain. So as far mm-hmm. as, like, things that you could stain on your shirt, I think the coffee might be a, a number one seed. Are you looking at me like that's not a bad stain to have on your shirt? No. Why, why are you getting baby poop on your shirt? He's, He's got children. Yeah. You ever had a baby before? I have it. And I actually shouldn't share a story that I remember from a friend of mine, so I'm just going to No, going. now you need to. Now you brought it up. Your friend got crapped on by a baby? No. My friend, when he was a baby, my, uh, his mother, you know, has sometimes with the child, you'll take the diaper off and just let him air out a little bit. You know, uh, let him yeah. air out. You got to be very judicious about those moments. Yeah, because they, they do, the boys especially, we, we love just <laughs> letting things fly at that point. So he gets picked up by his mother, oh. who was sitting at the table. She picks him up, and he... Diaper free. Oh, into the plate that is on the table. Oh, no! My apologies to everyone eating out there. Nobody I, I, wants to eat after that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't what stand the restaurant. Do? But yeah. like, you, it wasn't at a it's restaurant. Thing, check every it, was, day. it was at home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not defecating on plates, Brian. Not standing anymore. around. That was a one-time thing. That soda thing's got okay. you going. Gosh. You know what? Actually, that does lead me to the conversation I wanted to have. That's why I did it. 
because because have y'all seen the video going around from the Waffle House of the girl blocking the chair? It blocks the chair. She just like moves it with she force moves it with her hand. And the best part about it is she's like as she moves the chair out of her way, the chair that is a projectile in the air coming towards her. She moves that out of her way. She's her attention is not on the chair. Right, right, right. Her attention remains focused on her adversary. That's as if to say. Get a, I'm still locked yeah. in here. Whatever you've got next, no. I'm ready for. I have not seen this. You need okay, to Waffle watch this video. It's two, two minute video. Yes, yeah, sir. Then, yeah. then an all out brawl takes place. But the the part where she just is insane. And Don't worry, Chuck, Wolchuk, I got you. It, Thank you. Is it, it more, up, more of a superpower than the McDonald's chick from years ago when she was like going full on Tyron Smith on everybody uh, in the lobby? Yeah, because this one almost even looks oh, like Dana she White didn't touch the chair. Like she just serious? moved yeah, it security. with the force. My question is, what is the wildest thing you've ever seen at a Waffle House? Because I legitimately... Oh, no, you could see some wild things have in the Waffle House. have seen somebody poop yeah, at a, wild, I think she, a Waffle House. I think she's probably been trained to do that. I think the training that they have for Waffle House to be an employee there, you have to have a little bit of that like ninja-like ability. Or you just have those types of experiences anyway in life. Every day. Like, that's probably Every it. day at the Waffle House. Savage mentality. Yeah, yeah. this does turn into an all-out brawl. Look at this, yeah, man. It sure this does. Is, this broken, is outstanding. The, the fight starts with broken glass. You can confirm this, right? I can confirm. The fight starts with a broken coffee urn. And oh. there's there's applause being given, and they're trying to bring it outside now. But one lady's <laughs> still back in the in the frying cooking section, going one on five versus the Waffle House employees. Yeah, wow, one on five. It's one on five, I'm, I'm and now it's what? becoming one on six, bro. Yeah. I did see a, yeah. a recent Waffle House fight, but it was two employees. But it wasn't li- it wasn't live in person. No, this was also a video. Okay, and I need to I need to just go now and sit. And watch at Waffle House. Bro, we got ourselves a knee bender over here, and the reach on this oh, yeah. on this lady oh, yeah. is mighty impressive. Oh, yeah, are we you, scouting now? You have to. I have feel some, like don't you have to tell the tape, some, man? Yeah, have, let's get it. Let's get some shoulder pads on this. Like one. some shock in the hands. Some shock in the hands. Yeah, I like that. Is this a trash can full of dirt? Trash can. <laughs> You're a, a trash can full of dirt. Here, that's a that's pretty impressive. This, that House. was a legendary fight, and it's not even over yet. I still got a good 15 seconds left. It She's picking up a chair. She's getting ready to. But, this girl has a chair over her shoulder, ready to drop bombs on somebody. Yeah. Oh, and she did it. She threw it, but she missed. Wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you what. That but, was electric. But gentlemen. there was still somebody at the flat top cooking those hats. That's browns. right. Look, yes. man. Somebody yeah, just attention ordered. to detail yeah. mm-hmm. at that Waffle House. Seriously, like the ability there could be, to overcome adversity yes. and still have a productive work environment. There could be all Corey's kinds of control of this. Yeah, no, I know exactly what he's talking about. I've been there. I've, yeah, I've there been is in that like moment. all kinds of things going on, and there is somebody like with a with a spatula still cooking, still co- and making sure that you have enough cheese on those hash. Right, because this is the thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the insanity that is happening is insane for and you appreciate a normal, that in the audience, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. In a vacuum, <laughs> that's what they were applauding. It wasn't oh, even the fight; yeah. it was the cook the that was still getting there. The fact that this one lady's kicking this other lady's ass, but she's adding bacon to your hash <laughs> That's right. She was like, I remember that you said you're right? so damn hammered. I loaded. Right. Yeah. In a vacuum that is that absurd skillet. behavior. Put it in that skillet you got back there. You know right. That there you skillet. go. Reading tickets. Yeah. In a Waffle House at 2 a.m., that is absolutely normal behavior, yes. which speaks to my, I have actually been in a Waffle House and seen something somewhat absurd, but of course, Waffle House normal, where one of my servers, like the server there, I'm sitting at one of the one of the booths that's like right next to you know the flat top or whatever, yes. so I, I can kind of yeah. see what's happening. Those are great I can, places to sit. I can kind of see into like the little back room that they have there, and I'm telling you, I am 93 percent sure this dude was going in the back and doing lines. But you know what? It's yeah. 2 a.m. It's, it's 2 the Waffle House. If night. that's what you need to get through it, and it's a Waffle House, yeah. I understand this. Well, let me ask you this: How was your meal? 
I was good, man. Yeah, there you go. On that's point. that's you know you you can kind of deal you with things at the hairs, Waffle but. House if you know that you know you're getting it's gonna. I, I, I tell you what, the Waffle House always feel bad because I feel like I had two hundred and sixty dollars worth of food mm. and my bills eight bucks. That's yeah. right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving a huge tip tip here. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Well, here's the real question: How many waffles do you think you could put down in one sitting? You I re- shut your mouth. I remember this. Are no, no, going? no. You shut your mouth because still I, 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 do you remember how mad I was that he was trying to say that he Dude, could Reggie eat was ten waffles he in was. an hour? He was genuinely angry. at Did me. you guys oh try it? Oh, I made yeah. him. Did I made him do it? I was supposed to do ten waffles in one singular hour. Sixty minutes time brought us. I got four and a half. Those things oh, are wow. giant, though. They're so they're, they're much bigger than I re- had remembered. The confidence he a, had. But the problem is, this. I gave you off ramps. I was like, "No, you can't." Do you remember how large these are? And you're like, "Yeah, I can still do it." And I was like, "You know what? Fine, do it." Then I had some unearned waffle hubris at the time mm-hmm. that has since left me and forever will. And now you're a better person. Now I am a better person. I did redeem myself with the Big Mac in yeah, sixty you be- seconds. You did beat me on the Big Mac challenge there, yeah. So uh, I have redeemed myself to an extent, but I think there's a chicken tender challenge that Ooh. needs to get done here because I said like something about twenty chicken tenders being pretty much no problem. Oh, long? so you didn't learn your lesson then? Well, well with it, with meat, I I'm still. You have to learn how much the time do we have to work I, on I, this? I'm trying to remember what me and Dawson we had this back and forth a few weeks back, and he was pretty like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. Are we talking like canes with? The, I think it was like the dipping sauce. Yeah, yeah with the dipping sauce. I'll sit down with you and help you out. Thank you. See, I feel like I feel like twenty tendies is yeah. A lot of tenders. I think we could try this. That breading has got to get to you at a point. Oh, the breading. No, don't get me wrong. The post game show is going to be disgusting after that. Yeah, I'm going straight home. I'm, after that. I'm going to be. He's got to finish I'm, the show. I'm Luka Doncic, <laughs> but I need Pepto Bismol. I don't need a beer after that. You know what I mean? And I need about and 24 hours recovery. I always wonder because we were talking about Jackson, Jack in the Box tacos yesterday. Oh, I kind of feel like I could eat a lot of them. There, Eric sideswiped me and I ordered what a, I did. I ordered a hundred once. You know what? Well, not for I me, but for a, a group. For a group? <laughs> yeah. That's a first. Reggie's looking at me like Jack in the Box tacos. You kidding me? They're no, special. I've, I've, special. I've, I've had a very good relationship with Jack in the Box tacos, and I had a time where a friend of mine who was blazed out of his mind told me, hey, man, can you drive me to Jack in the Box? I want to get 20 tacos. No. What? Two 20 tacos. There you go. And that's how high he was. He could not do the addition of 20 plus 20. <laughs> That's a lot. I'll tell you what, I feel, yeah. like, I feel like if I had That's to go. That's double what I did. I feel like if I had to go man versus food, maybe the jack-in-the-box taco might be it for me. If I had to, like you said, okay, can you eat 25 of these? I believe I that. Mean, I, I would, I think I would. The grease does. I wouldn't be close, but I mean, I, sits, I would man. try. I did 20 in 10 minutes. It's going to be You it. did 20 in 10 minutes? I did. Yeah. Well, okay, they have cheese and the lettuce on them, oh, or just fully straight? loaded and yeah. hot sauce. Oh, oh did you? I put you extra barely hot even sauce. have to chew them; they're so greasy. Wow. But yeah. they also yeah. crunchy. How do they do it? That's the, the, edge, the edges they melt, they melt in, in your middle. mouth. <laughs> they yeah. bend. They melt. Oh, it's, it's so special. I think they're double fried. Yeah. I did the uh, Colby on his uh, his when he was getting married. We did the uh, the big pizza thing. We tried oh. to sit down and eat one of the big pizzas in an hour, and I had had that. Remember that sauce, that hot sauce that you had to eat? Oh yes. I had had a bunch of it, and it was like it was in the stomach, and I had like I had to go the rest. Room later, I had fear poop. I couldn't go because yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I was afraid. Yeah, we oh, and we I didn't even that. finish. We got like halfway through those pizzas and we were like, "This is stupid." What do you guys <laughs> got coming up on the showgram today? Jared Sandler, four o'clock. Is we have a Rangers party because we got the best rotation in all of Major League Baseball. What? 
Yeah, yeah, we do. Do we? A hundred percent. All right, let's go. Yeah, move over Major League Baseball and make a place for the Rangers. <laughs> the entire 440, <laughs> Chuck Cooperstein, Dallas Mavs radio play-by-play, and you know you got Krusty's Corner at 240. Loving it, loving it. You guys have a fantastic show. Reggie, thanks for hanging out with me today. Look forward to seeing you all all out in Mansfield tomorrow at the Texas Roadshow Sports Cards and Memorabilia Shop. Hang out with us in Mansfield. Until then, you've been Masterpiece. Say Waffle House forever, Corey. Waffle House forever, Corey. Say Waffles, Corey. Waffles, Corey. We said the same thing, kind of. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.